another episode of I'm Chris Adam One Podcast, episode 48. This is going to be one of those type of episodes where uh, a lot of people going to get heated, man. A lot of people, a lot of people, emotions are going to be bleeding on this topic, okay? Now, breaking news, breaking news, this fell down, uh, I believe, seven hours ago, eight hours ago, Meg Thee Stallion got on Instagram Live and basically talked about this that night between uh, Tory Lanez and herself. Uh, and all this is stemming from a New York Times report. Basically, uh, since Tory Lanez isn't talking, Meg Stallion isn't talking, uh, a lot of deflecting, a lot of silence over there at both of those camps. And this New York Times report is, it, if you read it, uh, it's not really backing up what Meg is saying, uh, you know, as far as a gunshot wound. It, uh, after L.A. police investigated the matter without the cooperation of Tory Lanez nor Meg Thee Stallion, they determined that uh, the wounds she had on her feet were not gunshot wounds. And it's looking kind of spooky, folks. It is looking kind of spooky out here on these social media streets, all right? So, Meg Thee Stallion basically got on Instagram Live uh, defending herself, talking about... And basically, it it wasn't about the New York Times report. It was just basically uh, about public uh, perspective, uh, particularly in social media, a lot of people saying that Meg Thee Stallion is really capping out here. That uh, Meg, Thee, you know, uh, you know, uh, Meg Thee Stallion is not really 100 authentic with this story. And some people are going to the extremes of she just made all this up, okay? Uh, you know, and I have seen a lot of that on social media, and I just deter myself away from that because you know now we're going overboard with it okay uh basically saying that this was all made up in meg the stallion's mind how she orchestrated this folks we're talking about meg the stallion okay uh look what i'm about to say a lot of you are not going to co-sign to what i'm about to say and the reason why you're not going to co-sign to what I'm about to say is you're going to be in either of these types of camps. You are a huge fan of Tory Lanez or Meg Thee Stallion, okay? Uh, you don't understand uh, the method to the madness when it comes to uh, the streets and the street code, okay? Or you just believe anything, Okay? Whatever is being posted on social media, you're going to believe that. And no matter what type of evidence is in front of you, you're still going to co-sign to the theories, uh, the conspiracy theories, the aluminum hat conspiracy theories on what everybody's saying on social media. And that's cool. All right. But a few of you are going to process this, allow a brother to explain Okay, and you're going to either agree to disagree, right? 
If, if you can just agree to disagree, I'm cool with that. All right. So let's get into this. Okay. First of all, Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez. Okay. A lot of people saying, why haven't they come forward? Because they're trying to apply codes that don't exist in their world. Okay. What you what do you mean by that? Elaborate. And I will. They're trying to apply codes that don't even matter in the world that they live in. Okay. This street mentality. These codes. Okay. You don't rat on each other. You don't dry snitch on each other. If the police ask questions about a matter, you don't elaborate or go into detail about it because that is perceived to be dry snitching. Okay. And to that, I say this, they're trying to apply these codes. And the reason why they utilize these codes, it's a great excuse for, uh, you know, for you guys. So they can, so you won't know the whole truth because the truth is ugly, folks. When this drops, the truth is going to be damn near. I mean, the truth is going to be 100 percent ugly. On Meg Stallion's part as well as Tory Lane's part. And it's this truth is even going to be, it's gonna mass over themselves and their career moving forward. This could be career suicide for Tory Lane's more so than Meg the Stallion. Alright? But she's gonna be damaged from this too. Uh even though what I'm about to say, there's when this truth comes out, there's going to be no victims. Okay. Technically, Meg Thee Stallion is a victim. All right. And to a certain extent, Tory Lanez is a victim. Okay. When you look at it at the law level. Okay. But when this truth comes out and it's going to drop like a ton of bricks, it's, it's, it's going to really change the perspective of both of those individuals moving forward, okay? So, they hide behind this mask of the code, okay? I'm not dry snitching, okay? Uh, I'm not going to tell the police everything because I'm scared because the police, due to their recent activities, uh, as far as, you know, killing African Americans, uh, you know, you know that type of uh, that type of persona. They're they're gonna use those uh, those excuses to mask the truth and to mask why they didn't why they didn't come forward. Okay, these two are not in any type of gang, but they're gonna use the gang lingo and the gang code in a world that it doesn't. The rules don't even apply. The rules don't even fucking apply in your world. Okay? So, here's my theory. And I've been saying this theory since day one. And I've been really mums and silent between the incident of Tory Lanez and Meg. I didn't get into it. I didn't go because I felt like, I felt like at that time, it's not, there's no need to talk about it. Because if I say what I'm about to say right now, you you know, a lot of people are gonna say I'm a hater 
oh, I don't like Meg Thee Stallion, or oh, I don't like Tory Lanez, or I don't like this, or I don't like uh, that. Uh, even go as far as you don't like black women, uh, you, you don't like black culture, and, and th- you know, whatever, okay? So, I felt like with time, time heals all wounds, okay? Particularly with us, all right? And after that Instagram Live that Meg did a couple hours ago, my opinion has not unchanged, hasn't been unchanged. It hasn't wavered, not one. See, the bottom line of this is what really happened was they were in an argument, okay? They were in an argument. I felt like in the course of that argument, there were moments where Meg was the aggressor, okay? Then Tory Lanez, by being embarrassed by Meg Thee Stallion being the aggressor and his persona is you supposed to be the man, you supposed to orchestrate, you supposed to master this argument, all right? He His ego got bruised, his ego got moist, okay? And he started to become the aggressor, okay? Were there moments where there was a physical uh, something physical happened uh, I felt like yeah between both individuals but I felt like and I, I felt like Meg the Stallion was the aggressor on even the physical aspects not because she's taller than Tory Lanez which she is okay he's like she's She's an Amazon. She's like six. She's six something. And Tory Lanez is like on a good day, four or five. Okay. He's like the Tom Cruise of hip hop. Okay. A very small, small individual with a Napoleon complex. All right. And there had been a lot of other reports coming out of the wind of former girlfriends or or women who, who had spent time with Tory Lanez. And they illustrate how, you know, uh, he's very, uh, he's, you know, he likes to argue, basically. Let's just put it like that, okay? What a lot of a lot of women are painting the picture that Tory Lanez is very, you know, argue, argumental, all right? Uh, n- nobody hasn't g- gone to this to the ledge of is he physical, okay? Uh, domestic violence or or anything like that. Okay, cool. But I do feel like in this situation, and if you look at Meg's background, okay, and if you look at recent stories surrounding Meg the Stallion, you, uh, I felt like Tory Lanez met his match. I, I not met his match. Tory Lanez met somebody that is five, ten times. Uh, better or worse than him at this argumental game. He thought he can just say a few things, act a certain way, have a certain persona, and she just she was going to simply just bow into it, buy into his story, buy into the tough guy story. Okay, but Meg Stallion wasn't built that way. Okay, so. Obviously, it was an argument. What was the argument about? Some people think it's between the Kylie Jenner party or Tory Lanez being very flirtatious. Other people are saying that 
Uh, Meg the Stallion, if you look at her previous relationships, the reason why those relationships don't last uh, long, okay, is she's more aggressive in the relationship. I'm not going to say that she wanted to be the, the male of the relationship, but she's more dominant. And a lot of those guys who were in relationships with Meg Stallion could not handle that. Okay. Uh, her first guy, you know, money bags, you know, could manage it when she was just simple Meg. Okay. Now she got a hit single. She has a cult following. She's this superstar. And on, and on a lot of levels, she's bigger. Her name her brand is bigger than money money bags and that's where when she started rising and he started declining that 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 relationship would poof gone even though he cheated on her you have to understand uh there's there was a war between them two they may had a relationship but there was a war between them two it was a it was a, a prove war okay uh you know it was a, a top this moment type of war. You know, when she wasn't a star, you know, she was manageable to money bags. Okay. Meaning, he, you know, he was probably cheating on her, you know, then, but it was okay. Okay. Because Meg Stallion wasn't at any type of level. She was just an average, uh, a female. All right. And he's a mega superstar in her eyes, a mega superstar. All right. Now, when her career starts to flourish and her brand increases, now she's looking at what she thought of him and go, wait, wait a minute. He's not no megastar. I'm a megastar. Okay. And, you know, that's why that relationship didn't last. And that, you know, when you start going to the timeline of Meg Stallion, all the men who've been in and out of her life, that's one of the reasons why it, it doesn't work now because Meg is, you know, she's going naturally she's you know she she dominates okay and a lot of guys can't handle women with high iq high confidence okay uh leadership qualities that uh doesn't want to sit back and wait for the man to make all the decisions she's gonna make her own decisions now the one thing i like about the hot girl summer instead of you know it's about Ultimately, Hot Girl Summer is a lot of women out there with, you know, with sexual desires and things like that. People apply that to Hot Girl Summer. But the one thing I liked about Hot Girl Summer when everybody was following this 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 campaign was uh, the logic of Hot Girl Summer of women taking over, ruling the world. OK, and I felt like if, if they would have just simply kept it like that and if more women more entertainers you know women who are entertainers you know you know united in into this cause i felt like it would have been a very positive cause unfortunately it spilled into you know women saying f you know you know fuck men i don't need a man and you know uh you know these uh, parties and you know things it just it just went left real fast real quick okay so um Going back to Meg Thee Stallion and Tory Lanez, they're trying to apply rules to their situation that don't even apply to what's going on in their lives. Okay, so that's why we haven't heard anything. And uh, and and they use that type of that type of mentality 
to really cover up the bottom line, the, the truth, because the truth is ugly. Okay, so the New York Times reported that the injuries that were caused on her feet were not gunshot wounds. Okay, then all of a sudden now everybody is an expert. When, you know, and then when that article came out, a lot of trolls on the internet took that article, didn't read the full extent of the argument of the article, and then. They use it as ammunition to attack Meg the Stallion, where she had no choice but to get on Instagram Live and tell her side of the story. And also on Instagram, showing pictures of her feet. I saw her feet. They looked, her feet were injured, okay? But was it related to a gunshot wound or her uh, stepping on glass? I don't know. You know, I'm not a doctor, but from what I've seen, it looks like she stepped on something very sharp. That's just my opinion. But we can go on. We can just go ahead and co-sign the, the narrative of uh, Tory Lane shot her on the uh, shot her in the feet. I will say this: it's hard. And a lot of people are, are not going to apply physics to this. But it's hard to shoot someone or attempt to shoot someone at an elevated level. And that person is at a distance. It's very hard to try to attempt to shoot somebody's feet when you put all those variables. When you have all those variables at your disposal. You're at an elevated level, distance. Uh, the person is 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 at a certain distance, and you're trying to uh, pull the gun out, uh, uh, point it. I, I believe he was uh, in the back seat, in the window. I'm just saying, it's it's just it, it, it's hard to do that. And in that New York Times report, nothing was talked about as far as a gun being discharged at the scene. Okay. So where is the gun residue? You know, uh, you know, because I felt like even if they had the gun residue or the gun itself, it would have been game over. And then all this would have came out uh, months ago. Okay. Now it's, you know, and another reason why, what, what um, Mega Stallion is fighting is, Tory Lane's camp has been very proactive of, you know, releasing statements, throwing out tidbits at certain at certain times, while Meg The Stallion and her publishes her publishes and her um, PR uh, director and, and her agent practically aren't doing anything, you know, other than promoting uh, the collaboration with her and Cardi B. Um, and, and I got, oh man, I got that song. I got an episode about that, but we'll talk about that later if, if I can remember it. Um, and you know, just, uh, her career, just focusing more so on Meg Thee Stallion, the entertainer than Meg Thee Stallion, the, the individual. Okay. So, you know, nobody on her side is really pushing her narrative other than her. And that's odd, okay? You got a new team 
Okay, you got rid of your old team, all right? And this goes into my theories about Meg Thee Stallion. And I've been having these theories ever since um, she wanted to leave her label to go to uh, uh, let uh, uh, Jay-Z take over her career, all right? Um, You know, uh, Live Aid, okay? Um, And uh, and when um, her... uh, When... um, when her and um, I forgot the guy's name. He used to be a baseball player for the Dodgers. He owns the uh, record company. They had their falling out and their dispute. Okay, and then a lot of people thought, well, you know what's going to happen? You know, he's basically going to let her do what she wanted to do, and then she's going to sign. You know, that would be easy if he had other artists that he can depend on. And he can use uh, Meg the Stallion's contract to get a few dollars from Jay. And if he wants to buy her out, by all means. But when you're the only act on the label that's making money, financially, that's not working in your favor. Okay? So, do you want to have a disgruntled artist on, on your label under that contract? Or you want to have someone that's happy making more money for somebody else. Meanwhile, your label is struggling, going to bankrupt. Then it's going to be like the next death row. Okay, so um, when 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 I when she was going through that, I want to say his name is Gary. His name's not Gary Sheffield. I forgot what his name was. He was a uh, he, he played for the Dodgers. But um, when that was going on. You know, Meg Thee Stallion was dropping the type of person she is, okay? She she plays very innocent, okay? And innocent, childish-like, all right? But she wasn't telling the whole story about her disagreement with her label company. And it took... Uh, it, didn't ta- it didn't take months. Uh, it, it, you know, when... When he came out and talked about her contract, she had a more than favorable contract. And then after all that stuff went came down, you notice she hasn't been talking about it because she uh, because that looked bad. So basically, you know, this guy, you was an unknown talent. You was an undrafted talent. This guy gives you more than a favorable a favorable contract a lot of other new artists would not gotten the contract that you received and signed and he believed in you he put a lot of time money and and, and resources into you uh, because he saw your vision he saw your future and now you're the hottest star and on the top of your apex now you want to leave you want to abandon ship. Okay. That's why I always tell people, you know, people love to use the loyalty card. You know, I'm loyal. You know, notice how people only use the loyalty card when they don't have leverage. But when they do have leverage, now they don't even know what loyalty is. 
Okay, so they want all the loyalty on their side, but when it's time for them to advance, when it's time for them to level up, now they don't want to be loyal. What would have happened if Meg the Stallion wouldn't got wouldn't have received the, the success that she's in right now? That favorable contract, that more than favorable contract. Now, uh, you know, she wouldn't be trying to uh, run to another label company to try to get even a better contract because she didn't have the leverage. See what I'm saying? So, um, look. When when this came down a couple of months ago, I kept telling you guys, the other shoe hasn't dropped yet. The other shoe hasn't dropped yet. A lot of people was making content surrounding this, coming with their own conspiracy theories with little... Uh, evidence from Tory Lanez or Meg Thee Stallion, but I do believe there was a there was an argument. I do believe that there was a fight. Who started it? I don't know. But if I had to take a, a place a bet, I'm gonna say Meg Thee Stallion. Not because of her demeanor. Not because of you know her phys. You know she's more physical. She's you know uh, she can she's taller than him. Uh, I think she's more physically fit than him. Okay, not because of that. I felt like her mentality. You know, she always had a, a a fighter's mentality. Okay, and when I say fighter's mentality, I don't. I you know, it's not. It's not to mean that she. You know, she's into domestic violence towards men and 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 this, that, and the third. But mentally, she's a lot tougher. Then she realizes. And the only time she tests that theory is when she's being placed, when she when she perceives that she's been put in a corner. Okay. And that's what you saw from the Instagram live. You saw the aggressor of Meg the Stallion defending her honor. Okay. Now there's a lot of holes in her story. And she still didn't explain why they were fighting why they started the argument in the first place Tory Lanez has been silent this could be ugly for both of them okay and and I'm gonna tell y'all why this could be extremely ugly for Tory Lanez extremely ugly if it comes to find out that the there was no the gun didn't discharge her injuries were not related to uh, gun injuries. If, if, let's just say hypothetically, on a if that occurs, and if everything starts to add up from the New York, I mean, uh, not New York, the LA Times report and the initial report from the police department, if everything stays consistent, and let's just say hypothetically there was no gun, she her injuries were not uh, related to a gunshot. Let's just say hypothetically that, okay. This is this is ugly for Tory Lanez. I felt like whatever he had in the future, that is gone. Poof, goodbye. All right. Can he rebound? Yeah, but he will never get back to where he was before this incident. He had the quarantine radio. He was getting very popular, like over like an overnight sensation. Okay, that momentum is gone. Okay, uh, 
it's going to take more than a top-selling album for him to re- to get himself out of that situation. Okay, a lot of people think he's not Kanye. Okay, I felt like you know when Kanye starts going bipolar and say crazy stuff like uh, like slavery wasn't a choice. He came out with the album, boom, boom, boom. A lot of stuff came his way. Uh, you know, a lot of positive news came his way, and people totally forgot about that. Okay, Tory Lanez is not on that level. Okay, he just can't simply come out with a uh, an album and then people forget about it. Okay, I feel like this will travel with him. Okay, like Chris Brown, like when when he got into the arc, the uh, altercation with uh, uh, damn, I forgot it, uh, uh, Rihanna. Uh, I don't know why I said Brianna. Rihanna, uh, he, uh, you know, he, he was damaged from it, but he overcame it real fast and real quick. And you have to understand those times. At those times, domestic violence wasn't at the forefront. That's why he survived that. That's why his career survived that. Now, with the Me Too movement, domestic violence is only is, is only a platform where it's not going to be just thrown away. It's not going to be, be uh, you know, you know, it's not a, a taboo type thing. This is going to carry with him career-wise, and I think he's done. Okay, now with Meg the Stallion, on the other hand, let's just say hypothetically, uh, you know, if what the LA Times reported and and what the police have uh, in their reports, they're consistent. And it comes to find out that it was not a gunshot wound. Okay. Uh, I feel like as far as her career, I think it's going to move, but it's not going to move at the light, you know, like that hot sir, that hot girl summer type movement. Okay. As long as she's likable on social media, which she is. And as long as she can collaborate with other people, which she will. Uh, you know, people are, are, are going to forget about it real fast. I don't think she can wear this, uh, incident like a badge where she can just carry it and promote it alongside her album. Okay. Um, I just don't think it's, that's a good look for her. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of, uh, a, a part of the expression, a lot of holes in this story that no one is uh, explaining and unfortunately the only way we're going to get the whole truth if this ever winds up in court I feel like that's where you're going to get the whole truth all right so look uh something happened an argument happened a fight happened something happened because when you listen to her Instagram live, she was in the front seat and everybody else was in the back seat. So obviously they were arguing at the party. The argument continued to the car, the vehicle and there was no resolutions to the argument. And she stayed in the front seat and he was in the back seat. If you, I mean, even what I just illustrated to you guys, y'all think she just happened to just 
sit in the front seat. Y'all just think that just, you know, no, there was no thought process into that decision. I felt like that was a checkmate move. She's playing chess. He's playing checkers. And, uh, you know, you know, she's looking at it like, okay, I'm going to sit in this front seat to prove a point and had him sitting in the back seat. And he, and I see a situation where at first, you know, it was, he didn't pay no mind to it. But as when they was driving alone, he started thinking about going like, wait a minute, she orchestrated that. And that even infuriated him even more. On top of, I feel like she put hands on him. Uh, and I feel like he put hands on her as well. All right. But this this is why I tell guys, look, women, they, they're, they're ultra talented in intelligence. All right. And when they're in an argument, you know, when men are in an argument, they get dumbified okay there's no thought process in what they're going to say i mean whatever comes out of their mouth that's what they that's what they're going to what that's what's going to come out of their mouth if they do have a thought whatever that thought is they're going to initiate that thought to okay with women on the other hand they're processing as they arguing they're multitasking the thing about men and women men have a hard time multitasking and women it's, it's like light work to them. They can multitask. They can be in an argument with you, be cooking, taking care of the children, uh, paying the bills, and still continue arguing with you and throwing some good uh, zingers at you at the same time. That's how, when it comes to women, they can multitask like that, okay? And I felt like uh, Meg the Stallion, she's already, um, okay, She's already, you know, uh, confident in herself. Uh, and, you know, a lot of men, a lot of men don't like a very confident woman, a, a woman that's very dominating, you know, uh, because that's not attractive to a man. Those are not the qualities that a man will, will want, that feels desi- that that's desirable that they want in their women. OK, uh, but with Meg Thee Stallion, she's very clever, clever. And, uh, you know, she's confident and she's demanding and, uh, and she's dominating. And that's a, uh, another side of beauty that a lot of men don't feel that that's appealing to them. Okay. Uh, and I feel like, uh, you know, she has those qualities. All right. And, you know, that, uh, he, he's probably not going to tell you this, but that's probably what initiated them to have a relationship in the first place. Because he liked how she handled business, okay? She's she's more of, of a director than an actor, okay? You know, a director is looking at the film and directing the uh, actors where they need to be as far as pacing or how the movie's going to go along or as far as the character developing. A lot of great actors can see that landscape before they even get there in that next scene okay and there are a few actors and actresses that share and echo those same sentiments they can uh look at their character on the script 
and they can see the evolution of that character and they quickly uh you know understand and, and break down the the character overall throughout the film that's why there's a lot of actors and actresses that you know when they're in movies they're they're, they're spot on okay with their character okay because they understand it all right they understand that character okay they have a relationship with that character you know same way with a director the director can see all the cat the characters and they can plot out how okay in this scene this character is at this level but at the next scene that character evolves a little okay so that's how i feel with meg the stallion she's very she can she can orchestrate uh you know she likes to be the orchestrator in the relationship all right and you know a lot of men cannot handle that a lot of men cannot handle that all right and so um, I felt like that vibe was that's that was something that at first Tory Lanez was attracted to, but then later when he wanted to do his own thing, he didn't realize it's not an on and off switch. She's not going to, you know, whatever she is when but at the beginning of a relationship, she that's who she's going to be at the end of a relationship, and he could not handle that. Okay, you know, even though he he might use codes and say, "Well, I was just being a gracious guest." Okay, introducing myself, mosing, you know, talking to different people, you know, to him, he can use that crutch, but to her, she can fully see that he was being flirtatious. And I felt like that's how the argument uh, started. Uh, there was one video where they like, like her and Kylie Jenner was in a pool and then Tory Lanez jumps up. And then you can hear uh, Meg uh, in the background saying, don't get my phone wet, you know, uh, you know, and that right there should tell you that, uh, you know, you know, she's being very concerned about what she's trying to do in this photo. She's not trying to just, you know, she's trying, she's already multitasking. Okay. I want this video to be perfect. I got Kylie Jenner in the uh, 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 picture. How this is going to uh, get me more followers, get me more popular, okay? But Tory Lanez was just thinking, eh, you know, we're just, we're just chilling, all right? So that's what I feel like happened in um, that, you know, we nobody still don't know. And I feel like we really won't know until this goes to court. And I'll be honest with you guys, I don't think this is going to make it to court because of, well, because of Tory Lanez and Meg Stallion. Uh, I don't think they want this to go to court because if they go to court, they can't hide behind their publishers, their publicists or their agents or their PR firm. They will have to either take a stand and tell the truth or make a police report. And they can't be fraudulent on the police report. They just can't just leave stuff out and say, oh, my bad, I didn't know that, okay? Because that can get you in trouble as well, all right? And I feel like the truth is very ugly for both of them. And the truth uh, is not gonna look good. Uh, but it's really not going to look good for Tory Lanez, okay? So, um, that's all I got for this story. 
I'm pretty sure you guys are going to, uh, you know, dispute this story and that's fine. Okay. This is all, you know, even though there was some factual things I said in this episode, uh, but the rest of it was just speculating because we don't know. Nobody really knows what freaking happened between the two. Okay. Because the unwillingness of Meg Thee Stallion or Tory Lane just make just getting on television and just saying, hey, this is what happened. Okay, this is 100% truth. The whole truth and nothing but the truth. Yes, what I'm about to say is going to put me in a bad light. Okay, they're not going to, you know, no, none of them two are is not going to tell 100% what happened. Okay, you might learn 50% of what happening or 45% of what happening, but you're not going to know 70% of what actually happened. Okay, either from Meg Thee Stallion or Tory Lanez. Okay, but that's all I got. Uh, I'll see you guys on the next episode. Outro.